Lady Victim Radio, live with your host, Casey Blaze. The hottest show interrupting the airwaves. Hot topics, great music, talent battles, and so much more. On air in one, two, three. Hello, 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 everybody. It's your girl, Casey Blaze, and I am super excited about the night topic. But before we get started, let me introduce my amazing co-host. We have the great, the wonderful, the man with many names, Santiago is in the building. Please say hello. Yes, yes. Hello, everybody. Great to be here and looking forward to another great show. Absolutely. See, that little Latin flair at the end right there. Um, We're going to give our call-in number, (laughs) 914-205-5816. If you'd like to call in with a shout-out, give your opinion and or, you know, your feedback on the night's topic, Uh, again, call-in number is 914-205-5816. The great um, beloved will be on as well, um, most likely, I'm thinking. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> you know. Um, however, tonight we're going to be talking about the good guy versus the bad boy, the myth. There is no such thing. There is no such mm. thing. Um, this is a bit touch and go. Touch and go for yeah. me. Because a lot of the people that I've spoken to, they believe the whole ideology of, you know, they believe that, that there is a good guy, there is a bad boy, what they've been told, what we've been um, been preached at, you know, the whole ideology of good guy versus the bad boy. Um, Santiago, a lot of times, I'm sure you've been told, you've been called a bad boy. I can't even see you being put in... To the good, the, <laughs> the good guy um, category, never. and predominantly, no, that's never been your twist. Uh, no, I don't know. I mean, bad meaning good. He's a bad <laughs> man. You know. What okay, so you've been, about. you've always been told you were the bad guy, the bad boy, bad boy. <laughs> I don't know. What is a bad guy? I don't know because it's kind of like sometimes people talk about a bad guy. Like, what is he, a criminal? What is he, uh, you know, disrespectful guy? What is, what's a bad guy? I don't do that because I like women, love women, uh, had tons of women. Um, they love me, so I'm a bad guy. What am I, you know? All right, what, well, before you know, we go into the definition, the terminology, let me, introduce, <laughs> let me introduce the amazing, right, the ever, ever intellectual Mr. Beloved is on the line tonight in the building. That's a bad, bad man right there. Well, what's going on, people? I'm glad to be on. Thanks for introducing me, Ms. Blaze. I'm happy to be among the comrades and the listeners once again. Thank you. You know, real All quick, right. if, I mm-hmm. could, if I could play that thing like you do, mm-hmm. man, I, I would be considered a bad guy because <laughs> <laughs> you know what's going 
that's awesome. If I, could, if I could, man, with my looks, and if I could sing and play that thing like you, man, forget about it. It'd just be, it'd be chaos, man. I'd be, I'd be the, a perfect storm. That is so awesome, no, especially man. coming from the great Santiago. You know, that's a that is an awesome compliment. I appreciate. Thank it. you, sir. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Um, the the interesting thing tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is that we have two different two different personality types. Okay. Um, on the air, and throughout the whole entire time that we've had Lady Vixen Radio, we've had. <laughs> what is deemed the good guy versus the bad boy. The good guy typically has been beloved for the majority of our show, um, except when he steps on the callers behind. Uh, that's just me. But then <laughs> a lot of times, right, we'll have, we'll have the bad boy, which is Santiago, who is the, you know, self-proclaimed narcissist, um, and bad he's been boy. Right. <laughs> Predominantly the bad boys throughout yes. throughout the Lady Victor Radio. Yes. Oh my God. Um <laughs> you know what, fellas, let me break down <laughs> what a bad boy is from what the bad boy is not and why I personally believe it's a myth. Okay? The bad boy is usually the guy who is considered overconfident, um, he has a bit of arrogance, he has a bit of nonchalance, um, a little bit of an I don't care kind of attitude. Um, and I don't care necessarily doesn't mean he doesn't care about the person or the woman that he's with. It generally means like the guy who has this, um, I don't care what you think about me, I don't care if you um, agree or disagree, like if he doesn't care about rejection, he doesn't care about um, how you respond to his mannerisms, um, while the good guy is the guy who is typically, he puts on the act of being super charming, super sweet. Um, he, especially if he's trying to flatter a woman, he will be the super, super duper flattering, sweet overly sweet, overly nice guy. And I think right there is the biggest myth of all time. I don't believe either the good guy or bad boy mentality is actually accurate. Um, it's mm-hmm. not accurate at all. Um and the reason I say it's not accurate is that it pretty much depends on who the guy is talking to because I believe the good guy can very well be the bad boy to someone else. I may have encountered guys who were sweet and innocent and and charming and nice to me, but to another woman, he was considered the bad boy. He was a bad boy to her. Um, Certain people bring out certain characteristics in our personality. So, that is what I believe makes up. I don't even think that terminology is even fair to say. Calling a guy a good guy, eh, not so much. I've met some people who, who would say that they were good guys, but all in all, they've, they've been jerks. I've seen them be, be a jerk. I've seen them be ridiculous. 
in other scenarios with other people. I've seen how they interacted with other people. But with me and the in the trying to impress me, they're overly sweet, overly nice. They're they're too kind it almost comes off as very disingenuous and not necessarily authentic enough for it to be really classified as classifying them as a good guy. Do either of you and I'll pass it to either of you because I'm sure at some point in your life, you've both been told that you were either a good guy and or been told you were a bad boy. I don't even think – I think you've both been told the same thing, that you were both types of guy. Um, am I incorrect in my assumption? Yeah. Um, I, I think that uh, – first I want to say that um, one of the things that when you, while you were talking, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, well, what's, 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 why is it bad if a guy can, you know, tell you nice things? or say some things to make you feel good. Um, I don't think that's a bad thing. And then you got a guy who can't do that, and everybody thinks that's this guy's is running game or something like that, or just trying to, you know, I guess manipulate you or take advantage of you or whatever. But I, I look at it like this. I draw a parallel to if you, if you fall, you know, if someone is actually, they need an escape they're feeling a certain way. Um, and a guy comes through that is saying things that you want to hear or make you feel good. I'll draw a parallel mm-hmm. to someone like smoking and drinking or eating too much or whatever, or, or doing drugs for that moment, you know, it's what you need. It's what you need for that escape. So, um, but back to your question. Yeah. I've been, I guess, you know, it's, it's kind of um, something that's more, it's, it's perception because, there's a lot of things that a guy who builds himself up to be can be considered a bad guy. Like if you're a good smooth talker, it's because nine times out of 10, you worked on it. You might be educated, intelligent to some degree. Um, if you're in shape and you look good and you take advantage of that, you wear the clothes that kind of help, you know, sell your physical, your physicality. Um, you could be looked at as the bad guy, the guy who, you know, wants to be out there doing things, you know, kind of to get attention. So, you know, that's always been me, but I don't know where that's bad. I don't know. I don't see where that could be misconstrued as a bad guy. That's a guy who who really cares about himself, is feels comfortable where he's at. Like you said, confident can be misconstrued as a person that's arrogant or cocky and that's considered a bad guy. But, if anybody's dealing with these individuals like that, more than like that's the person that's confident, confident as well. Maybe they may be perceived as cocky or arrogant as well. So a lot of times you're not going to deal with anybody that doesn't have that ability to deal with you. If that person takes advantage of a, a weaker person, that person pretty much puts themselves in that position and maybe they're vulnerable in a state of, that they're uh, that a state that they're vulnerable or position that they feel like you know they may need somebody like this just to make them feel good. So I don't really think people can use people. I think people allow people to use them. Okay. And what say mm. you, beloved? I mean, to answer your question, I, I've definitely been called both, as as you suggested. Um, and the thing is, I, you're actually stating that you don't believe neither one exists because you believe that it's imposed as the need dictates. So I would kind of agree with you there, but that doesn't mean to me that neither one exists to me. That would mean that 
both exist because definitely I will say, and I've made this known even to you various times that I have both sides to me. So I am the good guy, bad boy, because there, there are times when bad boy needs to be relinquished. There's some times where you have to hold back bad boy and you must be, you know, Mr. Innocent. You must be the good guy. Um, I'm, I'm quite honest in that I, I have the ability to be both and uh, I utilize them to my advantage. And I, I know when to, I know when to persuade the one that I need to use at a given moment. And um, so I would disagree with, with you in stating that it's a myth, Ms. Blaze. I would believe that it's not a myth. It's actually just, it, just as you have with women. You know, some women, you know, you have, I'm sure you know when to turn sexy on and when to turn it off. I'm sure at the, at the workplace, you're not, I can't tell you that sexy is a myth. You women know how to go ahead and be sexy as the need dictates for you to be sexy when you're right. wanting to In my turn case, sexy a, is 24 hours a day. So that being said, okay. um, you're so welcome. You, so, you're, <laughs> right. so you're taking pages out of my book. Okay, that's, a, that's good. <laughs> right. No, but seriously, though, on, on a, a more serious note. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're correct yeah. in that we do know how to turn it on and off. People in general know how to turn it on and off. What I'm saying about it being a myth, though, is that I think we create this notion that they're, that the good guy can't be a bad boy and the bad boy can't be the good guy. You understand what I'm saying? And that's the I part do. that I'm saying is, is the myth. I think it's interchangeable. I think a certain person can draw out. I think, for example, if, you, if you're a guy who meets this woman, right, and she totally knocks your socks off, everything about her is just so amazing, you really want a chance at her, right? You want to get to know her a little bit more. And you put on a certain amount of charm and sweetness and kindness um, to attract her initially. And when you notice okay. in some cases, if you're a guy who notices that you, like, really want to go out of your way to attract this woman, and you're going all in, being the good, quote, unquote, the good guy. It might not right. naturally, all of it may not naturally fit your personality type even. But you'll be going in because you really want to impress her. You don't want to make any wrong moves. And as a result of that, you're putting on this air of, quote, unquote, good guy. When in reality, you might have more characteristics of a bad boy towards somebody else, whereas though you might have another woman who likes you, a bit more, right? The same way you might like okay. this new woman, but you have this mm -hmm. this other woman who likes you in the same way that you like this other woman, and you'll sit and you'll put her through the ringer. You'll treat her like she's mm. a, a second fiddle. And then now, now look at that. On one hand, you're a good guy. You're a good guy to this girl over here. But on the on the opposite side of the fence, you're doing right. a whole bunch of bad, unquote, bad boy type um you're displaying a lot of bad boy type characteristics. You might have her, you might act very nonchalant. She might do something sweet for you, and yeah, it's blase. You act blase. You act like I can come over, I'll see you when I can, you know. And you, you present this nonchalant, quote unquote, bad boy, which is drawing her in a lot more. Now, say, for example, in that same scenario, the woman that you're really trying to impress by being the good guy, 
right? Well, you mm-hmm. you will turn around and she will not be attracted to the good guy persona that you have going on and stop talking to you because guess what? You're too nice. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy how you can be the same same guy? You're just the same guy. You're beloved. You're Santiago. But you play mm-hmm. two sides of the same card, and it works for it's working for the woman that you might not care too much for it to work for. But the one you're trying to impress, you put on the good guy, good guy cloak, and she's saying you're too nice of a guy for her. Isn't it interesting? Well, when someone would you not think? When someone is when someone is courting someone, they're gonna put their best foot mm-hmm. forward. You know, we always right. heard, we were always told, uh, first impressions is very important, right? So now, would that, would that be, if you draw a parallel to that, I mean, to draw a parallel, what if a woman turns around and she looks gorgeous every time she sees this guy? She's made mm-hmm. up, hair done, everything, dressed really nice. And mm-hmm. she, every time he meets up with her or he comes over her house, she cooks a great meal, this and that. And then once she mm-hmm. gets him, she stops that. Does that make her a bad girl? Right. I like well, that. See, that depends. What is the definition of a bad? What's the definite? What would you consider a definition of a bad girl? Right. A bad girl so is not her. Her not taking care of herself. That's not a, a bad girl. <laughs> to me, let me tell you what my definition then would be of a bad girl. A bad girl is a woman, for example, who is same type of thing with the bad boy. Is her attitude is like I'll let you chase me. I'm not chasing you. It's no nonsense. Is very low tolerant, very, it's going to be my way and not yours, right? Whereas though the good girl is the girl who you might not see out clubbing and partying and hanging out all the time, uh, you know, every weekend or every chance you get. The good girl is the girl who is um, being attentive to you. She's being sweet to you. She's paying you attention. Where the bad girl is kind of like, it's going to be my way or no way at all. And that's just, Bottom line, you're going to please me all the time. Those those make up the characteristics of what I consider a bad girl versus um, a good girl. Um, that's well, me. You know, I don't know how guys classify that. You know. In all fairness, mm-hmm. I would say this. For me, for me, just me, uh, because I mm-hmm. can only see things through my own eyes. Me, I like mm-hmm. to be blatantly honest. When it comes specifically to the woman that I care the most about. So I'm not just going to show her a definitive, this good guy persona and let her think that that's all that I am because the problem with that is how long can I keep that going for? I'm not good guy all the time. And I might not be nearly as good as the good guy image that's imposed when you first see me. Um, well, right. you know this firsthand. <laughs> I mean, you know, I right. have, I, I have. There's another side to me. I mean, I'm a human being, obviously. So, um, mm-hmm. I like to really. What I like to do is I like to keep it honest, and I like to let them know, uh, not by speaking it. You know, I'll actually, you know, I'll lend different um, facets of myself, uh, the different dimensions of myself, uh, because I also want to gravitate towards. Uh, that being a compelling thing that I get from her as well so that I get to understand. I don't want to just know her as just the bad girl or just the good girl. I want to know every nuance of her. So I strive to keep it honest. I think as long as you're keeping it honest, you can be bad boy and good boy. You could be like, yeah. uh, because if, if, if you have both in your personality, which I do, I, 
I'm bo- I am both, so I can't just split myself and just just be one full time and just say, hey, that's beloved. No, I'm, I am both, so I have to be beloved and be honest to myself as well as the person that I'm with and say, there is beloved, the good and the bad, and you'll have to take you'll have to take both because both make up the full the full individual, the full man, the full person. That that's how it works for me. Sometimes. I think the situation or the person or the environment can dictate how this person is going to be. So I think what you said, beloved, is a really good point because I think you have to have a balance. And at that juncture, wherever this person is with this man, you can see a side of him that you may consider bad, but he has to be bad. Or maybe he's just being tough for a situation where it's a, a lot of people and he's making sure that you're safe and he, you know, but also, like I said, the person has to dictate this sometimes, can dictate it because if that person is being sweet, a lot of times, you know, it's reciprocated. That person is being nice. Sometimes when what you said earlier, I, I was actually thinking that was the fact that I'd rather know who you are from from the beginning. I mean, if you're going right. to be, the, you know, this tough, this tough B-I-T-C-H woman that walks around with an attitude and all that. I, I, I want to know that from the beginning. I mean, if that's what I want, mm-hmm. that's what I want. That doesn't make her bad. That may make her bad for somebody else, but make her make, might be what I want. So she's good for me. Right. Sometimes when you're dealing with somebody and you get what you want, for example, if a guy is dating a woman and all of a sudden he puts on all this to get her in bed or whatever, and he realizes that she's not what he wants I can almost guarantee you that that woman, no matter what he did and what he's been about or who he is, a lot of times she's going to turn around and say he's a bad guy. So, and and that's not talking Mm -hmm. about how he treats his family. That's not talking about how he works or his job or his house or his car. She's just talking about, man, the next girl asks, what's up with Santiago? Oh, he's a, he's a piece of crap. He, he played me, got the draws and kept it moving. Now I'm a bad guy. Just that one thing, because I didn't want you, and I just do what I do, you know, laid the golden pipe, and you fell for it, and, you know, I, I, and you're mad now because I don't want to give you no more. I'm a bad guy? That doesn't make sense. Another thing I want to point out. Arrest. I'm holding golden pipe room. Anyway. <laughs> no, he's saying the golden <laughs> pipe. I had to call the cop. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, I was gonna I was gonna state you got you have different ideas transposed as well uh, as to what a bad boy is, and in that notion you have to re- realize that this becomes of the opinionated spectrum because it might not be a one size suits all spectrum. One person's idea might not necessarily fit another's as far as bad boy because you know I'm quite sure statistically women lean more towards the idea of bad boyism. Um, statistically, it, it said that the good guy is um, not challenging enough for them, and it becomes something that they do not feel uh, intriguing enough or stimulating enough. So, therefore, it becomes a kind of monotonous or uneventful, um, uh, kind of dull. It, they're no longer stimulated in their interests. So, because a lot of women like the thrill of something that appears more exciting and challenging, they will probably cling more to the idea uh, in their perception of a bad boy. But what we need to understand is that with so many different ideas to to constitute, um, 
where do we go from that? You have you have a guy over here that might fit a bad boy criteria to you, you meaning Ms. Blaze, that might for maybe Sue over here, she says, hey, that's not a bad guy. He's not the bad boy that I want. You know, because for you, that might have been the guy that's coming out of jail and he's, you know, he's really lives that life. And for her, it might just be the guy he dressed a certain way. So there are different ideas and different opinions about this because it's a perspective in the first place. Yeah. You know, somebody might see me one day and say, hey, he's a bad boy. Just just by aesthetically looking at me. And then you might have a person, I might be dressed a different way the next day and they'll look, oh, he's He's a collegiate. He looks like he could be, you know, a college level guy. You just never know what, how someone is perceiving you. This is this could be aesthetically, you know, or it doesn't have to be. It could be just nuances. It could just be someone's perception. We don't know, you know, someone else's uh, theorem might not be lie your own. So we have to take that into consideration too. I would think, Ms. Bliss. Yeah. Of course. Um, and even more, and then we have a caller. Even more so, though. Um, I feel like you said that women naturally are attracted to, and the definition you gave of the good guy is typically the guy who is playing the part of a yes, a yes, ma'am, anything you say. What do you like to do? Oh, whatever you like to do. That is definitely not stimulating because it's, again, inauthentic. You have no opinion of your own. So because you don't, it naturally, that, that for a person like me, would turn me off over time. Why? Because you don't have any, anything that separates you from me because everything then becomes you just want to see whatever it is I'm interested in, whatever it is I want to do, and then you don't share no parts of yourself. And if you don't share no parts of yourself, then I'm not getting to know you. I'm just getting a mirror reflection of myself in you. You understand what I'm saying? Because that's all you're presenting me with. Mm. And that typically okay. is why a woman would not choose the good guy. Now, quote, unquote, the good guy versus the bad boy who doesn't mind saying, I, I oppose your thought process. I am different. I, if he speaks his mind against what you're saying, it doesn't mean that um, I typically don't think that that is what makes the bad guy. But, but the fact that he's strong enough and confident enough in himself to say, I don't agree with your stance and not care how I'm feeling about that. I don't have to have you agree with me 100% of the time, all of the time. And I think that is the biggest distinguisher. But let me let this caller on. It looks like a familiar caller. 609-22, please say hello. Hello, everyone. Hi, how are you? Hello. Hey. I'm Okay. You know, I just, it's interesting you just came up with this topic. I uh, literally just left the theater, watch a bad boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, my, yeah, my, it was really good. Go so check it out, too. Um, okay. My thoughts on this is I think about, like, the, I don't, I, I just chimed in not too long ago, but, you know, from what I, you know, they tell you that a bad boy is somebody that don't conform to the social norms and standard. But what I think about, when I think about a bad person, I think about, you know, people who are purposely, you know, out here playing women and things like that. Most of the, most of the times, they're, if you have your own opinion and you and you believe, <laughs> as do I do. I'm, I'm a I'm a I consider myself a good guy. You know, um, okay. I feel like you always live on whatever you you know whatever you settle on. So if you settle for something that you really don't feel like that you will be truly happy with. Then it'll it'll 
bring out uh, adverse conditions. But having said that, I will say that a lot of times it's not the it's not the bad boy that the women want. They want this excitement, but they pick a horrible guy. You know, they'll pick mm. a guy that's like that's gonna like uh, give them you know a child and, and run, or they're gonna give you know they're gonna give um, they're not, they, they haven't became, they haven't matured to the level of being a man, right? Because as I talked as I said before, being a man is an earned title. Right, and you you don't look for behavior, so you don't look for is this guy a bad guy or is this guy a good guy. You look for somebody that that can that will that will match you, that you can love because love is a purposeful thing. You don't fall in love. You shouldn't fall in love. You should, it should be a purposeful, meaningful, deliberate decision. But all too often, women are pursuing guys that they know deep in their heart is not for them. You know, they'll be like, oh, this guy, he, you know, he, he breaks the rules, so that's sexy. It's only sexy until until it complicates your life to a point where they are, you are now entangled into the deception that this person has put you in, which is why you have shows like the ID Channel, and, and you have shows like uh, For My, for my uh, what do you call it, uh, Spouse or whatever, and, and um, but, you know, Fatal Attraction. You have these types of shows. Because people do things, but it's truth. It's funny, but it's true. Women, you watch these shows, and the first thing these psychologists will say on these shows, they're like, she loved him so much till, you know, she was willing to do anything. No, she lusted him so much till she was willing to do everything. But then when they get tangled up, it becomes unlawful. Now that's when they want to, they, they want to go back to, or they will go to the good guy, the, the guy that, that's uh, not fun was when she got used up by the, by the bad guy. Then all of a sudden it's like, well, I'm coming to you. I have X amount of children. You know, do you want to be with me? Because the, the, the bad guy, he's already slept with her multiple times. Now he's off to his next project. But he's leaving behind something that technically he's not prepared to take care of or willing. So and I this, think would that be quote unquote good guy or a bad boy, in my opinion? Well, but I think I think I think a bad I think people need to stop uh, making. I think people need to stop complicating love. Love is not complicated. Love is a purposeful decision made upon two people. You don't fall in love. Once we get to a certain age, you don't fall in love. You actually it's a decision. Can I love this person at their best? Can I love this person at their worst? It's easy to love someone when you're when you're dependent on them. But if you are equal, if you both have things that if you both can take care of yourself sufficiently, then that that's that's the barometer. Because if if, if I can't take care of myself, but I'm but I'm but I'm with you and you can take care of me. I can love you all day because you because I'm dependent upon you. And a lot of these women, they're emotional dependent on bad guys because they have low self-esteem so they they need this guy that's going to that's going to help them re, you know be rebel so i you well, know i mean for first me, of all hmm? i would say that that wouldn't that's, that wouldn't be considered love that would be something that that's a jaded a jaded mis uh misconstruing of of what you're calling love if if like if someone's dependent on somebody then that's obviously the the reasons that they're calling it love is we we as we understand it that wouldn't be love 
But I want to speak to something else that you're speaking to, Rio, which is the the uh, you spoke about kind of like this bad boy thing has been marketed. It's kind of like it's a marketing this bad boy, good boy idea to the masses. And if this is the case, that these which are imposed are not truly a reality. Uh, because if you can see, as what you stated, look how much we're affected by something that you might deduce or infer in your mild, mild assessment basically – uh, based partly in opinion, you know, unless you can indeed provide, you know, something factual, um, you know, we're goaded by something that's imposed as an idea. It's not factual, you know, and we do, we do it so quickly without so much as uh, reference to anything that's ironclad or, or proof. Uh, we just go ahead as as a as a mass of people. I'm not, I'm not talking individually. I'm talking about collectively. So someone gave us an idea. Hey, good boy, bad boy, bad boy, good boy. And we kind of ran with that. So what I'm basically saying here is you have children that cater to the notion of this bad boy image, sometimes subconsciously or even without so much as a hint to the idea that they are actually being controlled in a sense to uh, uh, want this kind of programming, you know, if you will. And it's happening right in front of their parents. Without their parents being mm-hmm. so much as even remotely aware of the process that's happening right in front of them, that in itself is scary when you think about how controlled we are as a people, as people in general. In my, you know, because it actually becomes an atrocity. We're, con- we're, con- in we're controlled line? in so many ways. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm going to say in my line of work, I see it all the time. Here's the thing. We are being controlled. But the thing is, is that what I learned is that people are today, people are today, right, they're they're not able. They don't. I'm sorry. I've been. I'm up all day. It's all okay. Continue, on. brother. But yeah. here's here's my thing. People nowadays they don't have a dependent thought. They don't have an independent thought. Everybody believes one thing. Everybody follows in line. That's how it works. Now the problem that I have is that, you know, you see it all the time, right? You see women on Facebook. They're they're bragging about doing the things like, God, oh, you know, if you don't have this, if you don't have that, then you ain't getting nothing. You know, you see it on the news, you see it on TV. Yeah, you see it in the movies, the bad guy, you know, you see the, you see the the dutiful uh, husband, you know, or, or wife, you see them, you know, they're, they're being dutiful. And all of a sudden, typically in a movie, it's the woman having a steamy affair with the, with the bad guy. And then next thing happens, chaos, confusion happens. Now she's repenting after all the fun and games are over. Now she's repenting. That thing is all being right. glorified. So everything that is honorable is being thrown away. Everything with integrity is being thrown away, and now it's being glorified. Here's the thing. At the end of the day, the bad boy never wins. They might get to sleep with a, with X amount of women, right? But at the end, they what? never win. You know why? No, let me tell you why. All I all I do is win, 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 win. No, no, no. Like, you know Come on, no, man. You gotta go. No, I'm not talking about the man. I'm talking about the, the woman. I'm talking about hundreds or nothing. I'm saying from the woman's standpoint. From the guy's standpoint, mm. you might you might like, yeah, you know what? I didn't have sex with over a hundred women, man. I feel great. But it's like you you're using up yourself, right? And then we got the women, right? So then the women what happens? The women receives everything the guy gives her, right? So all of a sudden, this woman, she's like, you know, I'm got this bad boy, but I'm but he's sleeping with her, and he's sleeping with the neighbor, and the neighbor, and neighbor, and all this other stuff. And then, if he doesn't give you an STD or 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 something, he gives you a child, right? So now, after all these children, after all these children, or this STD pops up, 
right? All of a sudden, it's like, oh, now you see the beat. Now the woman becomes remorseful. Now she wants to be with a guy that's understanding. All of a sudden, that that guy that's a nerd, all of a sudden looks great to her, and now he's expected to take on her baggage. So we got to stop glorifying <laughs> all that stuff. Like I, no, I know, I know, I know. Listen, I know it's funny on TV. But it's, it's no, 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 not. it's not funny for that reason. No. It's because it's, it's I'm going to go on a quick commercial yeah, yeah, break, and then I'm going to comment on what you said. Rio, I want to thank you for calling in. Um, didn't mean to cut you off, but we're closing in on time. I'm going to play us a quick song, and we'll be back in just a moment. Can I talk to you for a minute? Something's on my mind Ooh. Uh. Listen Girl, you know I love you More than you'll ever know You're searching for a certain kind of guy And I don't fit the mold, but if you give me a chance, I'll show you, uh, show you the way to ecstasy, show you what real love could be, I may not be what you want, sugar, but trust me, I'll be all you need, baby. When you have a good thing You're so quick to let it go And let it pass you by But I'm not sure how long I'm gonna wait around For you to get it mm-hmm. I'm standing right in front of you All the man you need 
What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. Hey, I'm Mariah Carey. Hey, what's up? It's Jay-Z. You're back with Lady Vixen Radio. Nice. And we are back. It's your girl, Casey Blaze. We have the great beloved in Santiago, both in the building. Yep, yep. Absolutely. And we're talking about tonight the good guy versus the bad boy and why I believe it's a myth. However, the fellas have a little different um, viewpoint on that. Let me give our call-in number. It is 914-205-5816. Again, feel free to give us a call with your shout-out, your comments, or if you'd like to give some of your feedback on the night's topic, we'd greatly appreciate it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, he's going to get yeah. me started. Tommy, if you um, need someone to talk to ya, satisfaction, girl. <laughs> oh, Don't get me started. Uh, Let's do it. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. I want to invite them on because <laughs> it looks like they've been on hold for some time. It is three four seven seven one. Hello, caller. New York. New York. Hello. Sounds like a- Hello, you're on live. Um, please state your name. Yes, how y'all do? Hey, how's it going, brother? My name, my name is Peace. Yo, Peace, how you doing? My name is Mark Norman from New York. Brooklyn, New York. All right. All right. I really, New York and yeah, yeah, I'm really enjoying the show. And I think, I think, <laughs> I think that y'all guys hit it on the head. I think that uh, the imagery of a bad guy is being promoted. Um, mm. they, use, they use bad guys. They use bad guys to promote products to get stuff. Like you know, since the time of they're using the imagery of a cool bad guy to promote right. cigarettes and there you go. You know, you when go. you're looking at the mo- when you're looking at the movies, when you're looking at the movies, it's you know, it's the <clears throat> it's the bad guy that gets all the praise in the movie. I mean, also part of the reason, too, is that it's a security thing. You know, uh, women, black black sisters growing up in the inner city, you know what I'm saying, they need to feel secure. So sometimes they go with the guy that they know that they're going to feel protected by walking in the streets. Or they know that the bad guy, the bad guy provides 
a financial a financial gain that a good guy can't because he's breaking the rules. You know, so mm. a, a good guy working a regular nine to five, he can't compete mm-hmm. with the drug dealer who got the Audi in less than a month. <laughs> you know, how can he compete? Gotcha. It's, mm. You know, yeah. So it's, put, it's putting it's putting certain things in perspective, but um, you know what happens is is that these women that go for these bad guys. Only time, only time that these women that consistently select bad guys will go with a good guy is when the good mm-hmm. guy has a lot of bread. Do you know? Mm. That's when. I agree. That's when the. Good guy, that's when the good. Yeah. That's when the good guy wins. The good. The, mm. the good guy wins for the bad girl. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily for a good girl, because a good girl is a good girl. You know what I'm saying? Mind alike, right. track alike. So. A good girl, yeah. a good girl, is not just looking for someone that's ready made. Like, okay, you're ready made. Whatever the criteria is, not even is based on just financial. It's based on you know spiritual uh, connection that you're able to see in a man to be, to make him grow. Because that's the problem nowadays. It's just like a lot of these women are looking for the the microwave the, the microwave guy. And be like, yo, he's ready to but that good guy may be the good guy may be CEO in like two years. But you don't want to wait that two years. So you know what? Mm. I'll go with the bad guy who got the force right now. And it's just like the way we're being mm. programmed right now, it's like mm-hmm. it, it's a shame because it's like a, a, a lot of these sisters, they they're losing out because the white women are preying on these black guys and they're like, hey, I'll be with you to college because I know what's going to happen. See, the sister right. don't want to. The sister don't want to. Can't foresee. You know what I'm saying? The bad sister can't mm. foresee, but the but the white woman foresees the potential and be like, I'll work with this guy because by by the time by the time he gets to where he's going to be, I'll be straight. And it's just a shame. Mm. We need to. We you know we just need to unify. But uh, that's my thoughts. You, you know, well, you know what? Yeah. You know what? That, that's a really good point. I, yeah, mm-hmm. appreciate the call. But I wanted, I wanted to say, coming back on to what he was saying, is that um, overall, you know, they've been also pushing the bad itch type woman these days a lot more. So when a woman is calling herself that, that's kind of a parallel to the bad boy. And mm. a lot of these guys out there today want that woman that's the bad itch. So mm. nowadays it's mm-hmm. changed also. So it's not necessarily these guys that have it, have all their stuff together, necessarily want a woman that's a good girl. They're looking for that, that woman that considers herself that, a bad, you know, a bad what, um, witch. So, you know, nowadays mm-hmm. that even has changed. And now a lot of women are pushing that. And that's also like, like the gentleman just called, um, that um, they're also using that to sell sell a lot of stuff too, because today no one wants to see the good girl selling alcohol, uh, being in the movies. You know, when a woman's in the movies as well, you know everybody you know glorifies the woman that's the bad girl that can fight, that can kick tail, that you know driving the car fast. You know, from the Fast and Furious women and and those type of movies, everybody's like, wow, she was bad. She's this. She's that. She's a bad itch. Mm. You know what I mean? So. 
that's also changed too. And a lot of times these guys, um, you can think about some, some of the celebrities seem like they're dating the woman that has that maybe, maybe already been classified something like that. And they're, they're the ones always dating somebody, finding somebody, not the good girl. Mm. This is true. Very true. Um, we have another caller and I want to accommodate that caller. Um, we're gonna okay. start four four three five four. Hello, caller. Hi. Hey, Hello. Hi, Hi. y'all. Hey. How are you? Stay tuned. Nice name. to hear everyone's voice in the new year. It's Cassandra. Oh, how you doing, Cassandra? Howdy. Right. Hey, familiar friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, woo, there's so much. This is a good topic. It's like got so many layers to it that. My brain is kind of twisted in that. But first, I'll say, I think, Casey, you're right. In the overarching. <laughs> yeah, we do agree a lot. Finally, finally. <laughs> we have a girl <laughs> going on there. Um, so I agree that there might, it, that it's a myth in the sense that it supports misogyny. It continues this idea that. There are these women, you know, that women make bad choices and these poor, nice men never can find a woman. Boo-hoo, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. really? <laughs> it's, it's such right. a, a crazy notion to to try to, to make into some type of scientific thing. Yes, there was a Harvard study some time ago that tried to prove this, but it was based on self-reporting. It wasn't really, you know, true science. And exactly how can you put a finger on sexual or relationship attraction, you know what I mean, like, and try to make it monolithic per gender? Like, that's just crazy to me for us to even try to do. So that's first. I'm going to say that first. But at the same time, <laughs> there is also this idea that – um and I think your last caller mentioned it too, that there's a security factor that might be a component for sexual attraction, that somehow our innate sexual nature um, seeks out someone to mate with that will protect our young, and that somehow that's gotten convoluted in modern-day society to translate into the bad boy. So there is some following for that thought pattern. I still kind of think, you know, that's a little bit much. I mean, we have proven that a lot of prehistoric um, human nature that we try to quote these days has been proven to not be true. Um, So I don't know how much, you know, credence I give to that. The last thing I'll say is – what is good and bad anyway? Like, we say good mm-hmm. guy versus bad boy, um, but what exactly is that? And you said that earlier. I will say this. Psychology states that across the board, across cultures, across um, continents, that between men and women, men tend to have a higher level of narcissism, narcissism, narcissistic tendencies, Machiavellianism, mm-hmm. and psychopaths. <laughs> so right. what that means is that those are called, considered dark triad personality traits. 
and those traits present themselves more in men. And those traits bring with them attraction. They're they're able to manipulate and um, charm and, you know, cajole others to their will because they're narcissists. So they, and they pay more attention to their bodies. They, you know, make sure that they look good. Same thing with narcissistic women. They make sure that they're beautiful and that type of thing. So I really feel like it's more about (laughs) narcissists more than anything else. Mm -hmm. It's like people who aren't, don't fall into that category kind of use different criteria to attract or be attracted to or who they, you know, decide to love. Um, Narcissists don't do that. They're, you know, looking for who's going to make them look good. So I think it's more about narcissism versus, you know, non than it is about the good guy versus the bad boy. Um, Go narcissism. Go narcissism. Mm-hmm. Of course, he would agree with the narcissism, right? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I can't imagine why he would agree with that. Oh, my God. Santiago agreeing mm-hmm. with narcissism. What? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no. That, that's a given, right? We don't even have to I'm question not. that. We already knew that that would be something he agreed with. Um, but really quick, um, to speak to what you're saying, Cassandra, um, when you stated earlier, what is good, right? What is good? Because like I said, you could, a guy could be um, super sweet and super great to me, but on one hand to you, he may treat you with indifference. He may treat you um, sarcastically. He may be very standoffish. So I, like you said, I think to a great degree, being the quote-unquote good guy could be just because a lot of times when you even look up the terminology, the good guy, and a, and a lot of reasons why he can't get ahead is because it comes off very fake. It comes off very disingenuous. Why? Because 90% of the time, all of us are not, like Beloved said, we're not always going to be quote-unquote good. A lot of us, no, not a lot. All of us have two sides. We are dual-sided, three-dimensional people. We're not going to always say and be accommodating to people. We're not always going to be um, wanting it to be the other person's way all the time. You understand? So if you're only putting on the air of being good to convince me that you're this sweet and good person, 90% of the time the reason it comes off as fake and the woman don't want you is because she can see through it. I can see through the air of quote-unquote good guy more than I can see through the bad guy just appears to be the guy who's innately himself. He comes off, like I yeah. said, like he doesn't care with disagreeing with you. He's super confident in what it is he's saying, doing, how he's moving, acting. Right. He just he comes with a – it looks more authentic. It looks more natural versus the guy who's trying to behave like he's the good guy 24 hours a day, when I think we all know within ourselves that that's not possible. It's not possible. But this is the thing, though, Casey, and I think this topic actually feeds into your topic about mental health. I really do. Mm. Because while we say that being a good guy appears disingenuous, I think it's more a collective collective psyche that doesn't accept goodness as authentic. Because sometimes people are, you know, being authentic. And just haven't gotten to layers where you can see, you know, them disagree with you or, you know, have mm-hmm. those things that we see in bad boys off the rip. 
I think that our culture sees authenticity as negative traits. Like when we say keeping it real, we talk about the grit of the streets or whatever. We never talk about, you know, the good things that also happen that, you know, are a part of keeping it real. So I think that there is a collective, you know, group think about good, quote, and bad, quote, you know, that mm-hmm. um, we have to to deal with as well. I know that for, like I said, there's different ways that we see good and bad. For some people, good, you know, some of the descriptions that I've seen, you know, the nice guy is the guy who is vulnerable. And to a lot of people, that appears to be weakness. But again, right. as you look in relationships, as you continue in a relationship beyond the, the first attraction, the initial sexual attraction, and you begin to have a relationship with someone, you want someone that's vulnerable. You can't have a right. relationship with someone who isn't able to be vulnerable. So that's where right. these stereotypes begin to break down. It's like we, we have to talk about it from, you know, sexual attraction versus a relationship, you know, choice. And I don't think that we do that either. I think right. what it is, and really, Cassandra, and I, I agree with what I agree with what you're saying to a point, and I, I I think what it is is that it's not necessarily uh, the good boys. I believe it's the per- the perception that you yeah. like you said the collective that they have of what's considered good boy. It gets looked at as a sort of weakness where they don't understand that the good boy actually is um, it has a lot of strengths to it if you look at it within the right face set. Uh, of what actually, but there's a way uh, to present good, that as well. It's not just the perception. Well, of see, others. the problem is, is we've got media to present all of these things uh, to us. We've got schools to present all of these things. So we've got politics. We've got entertainment. We've got sports that are presenting all these things to us, and it ends it ends with a negative connotation, and that becomes the Agreed. problem. But that's also uh, a victim victim mindset, in my opinion, because I think not when someone's properly socialized. They know mm-hmm. how to hold that vulnerability until see, it's needed, right? Okay, and but and you have sometimes to understand nice guys don't get as much socialization as bad boys do. Well, you have to understand that we don't we don't control that medium. Uh, I'm talking about you us can. people. We don't. Well, no, because you have media that's still going to push their agenda. And if you have like what Rio was speaking to earlier, if they're pushing that agenda, most people that are kind of uh, in that mindset or follow that stream, you got people that follow sports vehemently. You got people that love their entertainers vehemently. And if they're putting on this agenda and putting on this facade, you have kids now, uh, what's the new terminology? The new bad boy term, uh, I just heard my, one of my uh, little cousins say it the other day, I'm a savage. He was playing a video game. He's saying, I'm a savage. I said, what's that? And come to find out that is the new bad boy terminology. Where does he get that from? He gets that from media. He gets it from cartoons. He gets it from what he's watching on uh, the Internet, social media. And that is something – you're right. We can uh, uh, control that, but it's not going to be collectively. It's going to be individually. But how many people are going to do that? How many people are going to go and control that individually? That's the problem. Well, I think it happens every day. I do. And I agree with you to a point. Like, there is a lot of group think out there, but I – I really do believe that one of the biggest differences between nice guy and bad boy is the socialization. A lot of times nice guys come off um, or don't have the opportunity because of groupthink to socialize enough in order to get, you know, the finesse necessary to, you know, present themselves in a way that groupthink would find acceptable, I guess, is, is my way of saying that. 
but yeah, you, you I used, agree with you that. Okay. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say you used the term earlier. You used the term um, narcissism, and I totally yeah. agree. There is a there is a certain narcissist connotation that uh, uh, defines that kind of mentality. Um, the thing is, is that this is a social engineering that takes place in which, you know, look at, look at just about every subculture that has man and woman in it. It's always taught that the male is dominant over woman. Now, this doesn't belie my own beliefs because I've had various conversations with Santiago and Casey Blaze in which I have a great understanding of the dynamics uh, in, in, in the prowess of the woman's feminine mystique. And I always speak this, uh, how very much so the woman is actually, you know, more powerful than men in a lot of ways. And to be able to understand that, uh, to be able to understand your design as uh, the human complexities and, and to narrow it down is from the man, a male standpoint from you have to kind of recircumvent what you've been taught and you have to go ahead and relearn something else. And it has to, you have yeah. to kind of reinvent yourself into a yep. right. So we agree on that. Yes, we do. Okay. Which is why you can be the nice guy and the bad boy because you have socialized enough in order to adopt traits that allow you to do that. You know what I'm saying? Some nice Absolutely. guys don't get that opportunity. So, Absolutely, anyway, I appreciate I you. Thank you guys for letting me talk. Yeah, no problem, Cassandra. <laughs> we appreciate you calling in as always. And again, if you haven't already, hit that follow button to be notified of any upcoming episodes. Um, to piggyback off of what she just said, I think the biggest determining factor, um, between the the good guy versus the bad boy, um, is confidence. A certain air of confidence. Why do I say that? Because sometimes Mm -hmm. the good guy comes across as very mild-mannered, very shy, very unsure of himself, not necessarily willing to put himself out there. So he comes across as being the pushover. He comes across as being the door, you know, the floor mat, the welcome mat, where he'll allow the woman that he's trying to attract to walk all over him to a degree. And then that qualifies him as, um, quote, unquote, what he believes to be um, a good guy. And then you have to worry and wonder about the good guy turning bad once he gets his heart broken a million and one times, right, Um, by women. Then he becomes, quote, unquote, the bad guy, where now he has this attitude where it's kind of like F the world, F her, F F everybody, and I'm going to destroy every every woman who comes there after her, right? And I think a lot of that is because of his lack of confidence, whereas though the bad boy might have been the good guy, quote, unquote, the very good guy initially, and he learned quickly that that persona cannot exist in the world when you're trying to to attract the women that you want. Why? Because most women do not want a guy who is a pushover. Most women are not attracted to pushovers. Or, or doormat. Right. Nobody wants a man who is going to be – I personally do not want and or need a man who will allow me to walk all over him, and he thinks that that's acceptable to me because he thinks he's pleasing me by allowing me to just run him over. You know, that doesn't appeal to me. But we have another caller. Um, let me invite them on really quickly. We have 215-68. Hello, caller. Hello, good evening. 
Hello. Good evening. Please state your name. Hey, hey. Hi, my name is Wendell. Uh, how are y'all doing tonight? Hello. How are you, We're Wendell? We're good. We're good. So, oh, I'm good. good. I'm good. I was just listening in. Um, how's everybody? Oh, pretty good. Awesome. So do you believe in the myth or do you believe that it's fact about the good guy versus the bad boy? Is the good guy, um, do you think there is such a thing? Or do the good guy really do come in last? Or is the bad boy, um, is it worth even being the bad boy? What say you? Uh, well, I'm going to say it's a myth um, because for me personally, it's, I'm generally a good guy, but I have I have played the bad boy role at times when it suited me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, then so what makes it the myth then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for for You've me been... it's a, a myth because mm-hmm. the, the thing is, if you if you allow what happens to you affect you, then in my eyes you're weak. Right. Okay. So you're not good or bad. You're just weak. If you're gonna okay. if you're gonna be that bad guy or that good guy, you're gonna be that regardless of what anyone else does. So it's, okay. it sounds like you just say we all need a balance. Because sometimes we need to wear that bad guy suit, so to speak, bad guy, and sometimes we're that good guy because there's things in life that we could be considered good guy, like being people. You could be all about your family and your kids, but when you walk around the corner, you're not taking no no BS from nobody. Is right. that what you're yeah, saying, is, is that is that really being a bad guy if you don't take BS, or is that just being strong in your conviction? Oh, mm, okay, okay. You can you be go. strong in your that's conviction and still be a good guy. Right, right, right. You you can be that that person that don't take any stuff from anybody, but at True. the same time, you know, give a homeless person a meal. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's true. I like that. He's, yeah, yeah. there are certain things. It's true. Yeah. It's, well, for me, it's it's a myth. It's whatever you want to be at that time. Right. Okay. And exactly if you're smart enough I, to I'm be Right. So in saying that, Wendell, are you absolutely saying that so there actually just is no such thing as just a total bad guy and no such thing as a total good guy, that there's a balance pretty much in the collective almost being just about all of us and that there's no just one, you know, just just no one thing. There's there's, there's no one parameter. Exactly, because the thing is, if the way I think of being a good guy or a bad guy, I think of it like two animals. You know, okay. they're, they're they're inside you, and they're going to be there no matter what. And whatever one you feed the most, that's the one that grows. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he's touching something. Nice. He's touching okay. something. You know what? Okay. I want to thank you for calling in and giving us your feedback. Yes, um, yes. I'm going to comment awesome. on what you just said Thank you. when we come back from this break. I appreciate it. Absolutely. He definitely touched some points. Um, I'm going to play us a quick song, and we'll be back in just a moment. Oh, yeah. It's DJ, baby. Oh, yeah. 
Have you heard? KC Blaze is now hosting Lady Vixen Radio. For controversial topics, adult-only conversation, how-to info, interviews, and so much more. Tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Friends, we are back. That song is Thanks, hot, sir. right? And we are back. It is. I love it. Girl, Casey Blaze. Beloved in San Diego, yes. both in the building. Yes, I'm going to give our call-in number again. It's 914-205-5816. I'm going to read one comment. Then we have a caller, and I believe Santiago have a couple comments as well. Um, yes, Lee, yes. also from New York, stated that playing good or bad turns into a job, having to be a peacock to something you're really not. Peacocks flaunt bad and macho, but are the exact opposite. They're good. Not that the peacock is naturally bad, but it's adapted to its fellow species, um, species, both male or female, or vice versa. I agree with that. It gets tiring. It does yeah. become a job to play a role that you know that you're not 100% of the time. Who wants to walk around playing a good guy or a bad guy if it's not, if it's not um, well, in your natural nature to do? It's not innate. Yeah, just be you. Absolutely. Just be you. And if it's, I say this, and I've always said this. I've said when it comes to people who are, who are interacting with me, if you're an a-hole, be the a-hole, but just don't be one towards me. And that's all good. You can be, you right. can hawk smash the hell out of the rest of the world. Just don't do me. That's all I'm asking. But we have a caller, 717-55. Hello, caller. Well, hello, strangers. Hello. Hey. Hello. Who's that, Mel? Please take in the name. Melly Mel. How are you, Mel? I'm doing horribly. <laughs> Come on, you can't doing the show doing horrible. Get your I am my, 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 no, my mouth hurts. I have um I have oral surgery coming up next week. My mouth is oh. been popping pills like candy, <laughs> so I can't talk. I mean, you don't have a mouth. Oh, oh be quiet. <laughs> brush your teeth. Tell him again. I Tell do brush my teeth. Again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give it to us, Melly. Isn't he a trip? We mm-hmm. don't ever pay him no mind. So. Come on, girl. No, not at all. Call Good me a young mouth. Versus call the bad boy. But I actually called because kid. I wanted to to give a shout out to my mommy. She turned 65 yesterday. Oh, oh nice. awesome. Happy birthday, mom. Yes. To mom. Indeed, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yes, yes. Happy birthday. Now, Thank do you believe you. in the myth, the the good guy, Melly, or the or versus the bad boy? Well, you know you what? When it comes to? when it comes to that I don't believe that nice guys finish last because I personally would prefer a nice guy. I mean, like I've heard in a um, few of the comments earlier, um, I don't want a pushover. I mean, I, I've dated a pushover and it gets tired. It, it gets tiresome, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I mean, but I would like uh, a nice guy. I I feel that guys are pretty much nice. But depending on the type of relationship that they were in, it maybe caused them to become that bad guy, you know? So Exactly. So would you think that it's more perception-based, Melody? Huh? Would you think it's more perception-based then? The good guy, bad guy? Because you said you would like... I don't... Okay. You said you would want a good guy, but you don't want a pushover. So I think a yeah, perception I mean, I, I, would be. I think it's a, for me, it's a balance of both. I would like to have okay. a good guy, you know, to treat me like I deserve to be treated. 
and a bad guy in the bedroom. <laughs> okay. Somebody that knows how to turn it up a notch. <laughs> right, huh? The golden plumber. I can't find that comment. Um, absolutely. You want a golden plumber, huh? There's only one. <laughs> we won't make you talk too long, Melly. I want to thank you for calling, and even though you're in a little bit of pain, we thank appreciate you, you mm-hmm. as always. Yes. For thank us. you. Um, yes. Santiago, you have a couple comments? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also, there was a couple of things I want to say real quick. And I said, going back to what Wendell said, and I think also situations and um, persons uh, included or in the environment dictate or create what we are at the moment. And that still can be a perception because whatever you do, it depends on who who's actually looking at it. And, and kind of the comments who's actually looking at it, actually to make that decision on what, if they're good or bad. And then uh, the, the kind of the comments also go into something that I said earlier as well and that. Uh, Terrell from New Jersey said, what's funny is that today women are glorifying being the bad itch. So it seems mm-hmm. as women are catching up and want to give men the option as well. Mary Kay agree. from South Carolina. Yeah, so yeah, Mary Kay from South Carolina said it's a myth. What's good, that's a preferred taste, and what's bad as well. We decide one or mm. the other based on what we think we need and need mm. and need not um no um know how uh, others before uh define it, not how others define it. What she said. Okay. So, so yeah, okay. it's mm. not what others define it, and it's based on she said what what they want and need. So that, so basically that's individual perspective. Okay. Yeah. That's what she's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I also wanted to say earlier before uh, mm-hmm. you get me off real quick is uh I thought it was you know one of the things is we kept a lot of us kept going around perception and uh, you know I was thinking about like what people call sexy or cool. Um, and if you think about it, it's almost kind of connected to that thought as well Absolutely. as being bad. It's also sexy. Absolutely. So right. especially today in today's in today's uh, society, and 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 it made me think about you know a good guy like Mister Rogers. No one ever saw Mister mm. Rogers as sexy, but they saw mm, somebody right. um, or or somebody like Steve Urkel. You know these are mm. characters, but that that person was never. Was considered a good guy, but never sexy. And then you got a guy on the other end. I'm 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 dating myself, but somebody like from Happy Days, like the Fonz, or, or somebody in today's day age, like Luke Cage or something like that, as being mm. sexy because they're kind of bad guys, you know, or guys that can handle their business, or guys that are tough, or have that mm. uh, persona of being that. So that. It also goes almost. It almost is connected to the, also the thought of being sexy. And and today, what everybody, I think, women and men want to be considered sexy in whatever they do. Mm. Well, I have a really quick distinction between the two, the the ones that you referenced. Um, and let me give a little insight. Um, Mr. Rogers was not considered sexy because of his sweater. Okay, that's. Just the truth, all facts. And so, other than the sweater, do you consider? Do you consider guy. him sexy, Miss Blaze? 
other than his sweater, do you consider him sexy? It will every time, okay? You can't put that okay. sweater on and talk about <laughs> and your little skippy sneakers and call yourself sexy. It just it can't happen. However, the fines, <laughs> if you take the reference, he slicked his hair back and he wore a leather jacket. He knew what to do. So let's And he <laughs> rode a motorcycle. <laughs> put it out there. One who how to put the clothes on. Mr. Rogers mm-hmm. put his skippies and his, and his sweater. And, I, and you know what's funny about that is it's very endearing that his mother made each and every one of his sweaters. So, again, mm, wow. she wants him to be viewed as sexy. So we have to blame him and his mama for that. Um, I want to something <laughs> else. We have another comment, right? Um, we have Rome from Philadelphia, and he said that he agrees that there is no such thing. Um, it's a myth. It's all mm. an oxymoronic mindset that deals with a mentality and a character, which deals with the upbringing and influences um, what one person has and does experience. So I do agree with that. It is perspective because, again, what I view Indeed. as an alpha male or something or someone that is good, a good person, versus the guy I may consider a bad boy. It it really is what boils down to my perspective because I've dated guys who um, they thought that they were alpha male, but I challenged them in a way that they had to, their alpha male persona kind of crumbled under that test. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, you're demanding something of me, and I'm mm. going against your demands. And as a result, now you kind of turn inward into this, into the quote-unquote um, guy who's considered the good guy. So now I can see, I poke holes basically through the bad boy persona to find out that, hey, right. you were actually the good guy trying to pose as a bad boy. And if you are, if you're a person who have um, a good judge of character, you can, you can see how people walk around with um, a persona that's not necessarily themselves. What I always say is I give the invitation for a person to be 100% yourself around me. I'd rather you be that. So I can see the balance between between the two of the good guy, um, good guy or the bad guy or bad boy, quote, unquote. Um, I'd rather see both sides of that so I can know to what extreme you are. And who was it that stated, one of our callers stated that um, it depends on who, basically, who are you feeding? That was Wendell. Who are you feeding? Which side of yourself yeah. are you feeding the most? If you're feeding the arrogant, right. um, nonchalant, I don't give a, a, a crap, right? If you're feeding that persona more, then that one will be the perception. The bad boy perception will take place, right? And the world will see you as such. But but also, there are some people that can provoke in you the good guy perception as well, or persona. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, we have to remember. Well, you you already spoke uh, to what I was about to say. Is that there are different people that have different effects on you. So you know there might be a person that compels or, or gravitates uh, this other element in me that's the good guy, or what is socially accepted as the good guy behavior. Um, as opposed to what's considered uh, quote-unquote bad guy behavior. And there might be somebody else that just exhibits something in them that pulls out the other side, which is uh, considered their quote-unquote bad boy behavior. And then it also is a thing of uh, perception. Now, statistically, uh, it was said when uh, they did a a scenario with a, a group of women, 
uh, it was said that the good guy didn't challenge them enough. Uh, it was something that it didn't intrigue them enough, wasn't stimulating enough. Therefore, it became monotonous, uneventful. It was dull and no longer stimulated the uh, woman's interest, the female's interest. Uh, so because a lot of women, you know, uh, like I said earlier, they like the thrill of something that appears more exciting. What they do is they'll gravitate towards something like that. But the problem then becomes is that if you're not distinguishing uh, appropriately, uh, let's 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 call into play what uh, Santiago was talking about uh, and what I spoke to, which was the balance. And what you you spoke to right. as well is the balance. Okay, now take a person that's just vehemently just that one-sided uh, crossbreed. It, he doesn't he doesn't really have much of a good side. Now we're talking about like uh, a person that's uh, that goes over the top. I don't think that that would be what a lot of women were speaking to in their image of the bad boy, because that guy is probably, you know, something like a killer or something like, a, you know, we're talking about really bad boy scenario. And I, I speak that into existence because there was something that happened on TV where they did this poll. It was uh, four men and it was the women trying to distinguish finding out who the bad boy was. And they looked at all these guys that were dressed a certain way and they looked like they were bad boy tattoos and stuff. She couldn't figure out who the bad boy was. And it turned out to be the guy that was dressed up as a professor. And uh, he had glasses on. And he was the bad boy. Very interesting. I was about Just to say, bring it up. The, good, the <laughs> bad boy is the charmer. And he's the one in the room who you have to most be careful of. He's the one with the mm. nice smile, the mm. suit jacket, and the tie on. Mm. He's the one. He couldn't ask me for a ride. See, the bad boy, in my opinion, you know what you get. You know what you're getting, right? You can kind of see him for right. what he is, right? It's that good, sweet-looking boy over in the corner that might have got one too many rejections, and then I chopped up with barbecue sauce on my forehead. I don't have time for that. And we're at the end of our episode, right? Wow. <laughs> on that note, hey. I'm going to if you have not already, Hit the follow button to be notified yes, yes. of any of our upcoming episodes. I want to thank all of our fans and our followers for sticking with us um, through all of our ups and downs. Um, mm-hmm. We're constantly growing. 2020 is a new year, y'all, and we're trying to make the best of it to bring you good quality content. And on that note, True. I'm going to pass the mic. We have Santiago. Please say your good evening. Wow, amazing show, great calls, great comments. Uh, sorry for everybody that we couldn't get to. Always a pleasure with you, uh, hanging out with you, KC, and beloved, and good night to everybody. Good night. Thank you so much. And then, Pastor Mike, beloved, please say your good evening. Um, I, it was wonderful. Uh, it's always great to be back with uh, the comrades and the listeners, and I loved it. I thank the callers, uh, Cassandra, Mel, uh, Jerome, Wendell, uh, Rio, and the other gentleman, I think his name was Mark. I appreciate everybody. Mm -hmm. Thank you, and peace. Yes. Peace. Thank you for listening, and tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Until next time, peace.